over the years, I have told hundreds of people that they could get in touch with me, that they could chat with me, that they could send me a message, that they could email me. Lots of people I've met in real life that they can WhatsApp me. And so many people don't. Out of everyone who I've ever told to get in touch, I would say 5% do, maybe. It's not a lot, you guys. And that always floors me. It always floors me. Welcome to the Live, Work, Travel podcast. I'm your host, Michonne Thomas, a former middle school teacher who quit at 30 to become a six-figure freelancer and digital nomad instead. You're in the right place if you're ready to learn how freelancing can help you to work from anywhere, make great money, and live a life that you design. I'm sharing everything I've learned to get to where I am today in order to support you on your journey because this lifestyle is simply too good not to share. Today, I want to talk to you guys about going after what you want. It's so easy these days. There's a plethora of things online, courses to to teach you about the skills that you need, free videos on YouTube. There's just a wealth of information out there. And there's also never been a time before where we can connect to other people as easily as we can these days. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, All of these places where you can actually connect, meet people you never dreamed possible years ago. I have had so many people reach out to me through my Instagram, usually, connect with me on Instagram ahead of time. And then someday we end up meeting somewhere in the world. I've met some really great friends of mine through Instagram or through meeting in a Facebook group, things like that. So I encourage you guys to start thinking about how you can expand your network, connect with other people, learn from them and grow from it. One of the easiest ways to do this is by being helpful to other people. Most of the connections I've made in my life have started based on helping Someone might ask a question, you know, when I was living in Medellin, Colombia, I might have someone reach out and say, oh, hey, I I don't know how I found you, but I found you on Instagram. What's it like living there? I'm coming in two months and I would just love to hear your stories as a woman, as an African-American woman, as someone who's traveling there in their 30s. What are these different things like? And they'll ask me questions and I would answer, strike up a conversation. I mean, I love helping people. I mean, I'm here on this podcast now because I want to help people change their lives. So reaching out to people, asking good questions is a great way to connect. Notice that I said good questions. If someone asks me a great question, I'm more than happy to give them a response. But you're not going to get a response from a busy person if you are A, asking something that is super obvious and they've already answered on their Instagram or on their website or what have you. You're also not going to get responses when you just say weird things like, hello. <laughs> and no, hello is not a weird thing, but you know, people make it weird when they, that's the only thing that they message. Those kind of messages don't get responses. Or if someone says something so generic, like, uh, could you help me start freelancing? Well, I have a website, an Instagram, a blog. I have multiple courses available at liveworktravel.com forward slash courses. I have all of these ways that people can learn. So if someone just DMs me, can you help me start freelancing? Come on, come on. Now, you can ask specific questions though. Those are great and I love those. You can say, hey, I'm currently a teacher and I resonate with your story because I know that you were a teacher. Do you have any specific podcast episodes where you talk about overcoming you know, that feeling of I'm just a teacher, I don't know how to get started freelancing? That's a great question. 
And if I don't have that podcast episode, I'm going to record it for that person, right? Like I'm going to want to help them along, but be specific, be clear. So I want to tell you guys how I ended up connecting with someone who I originally never thought possible. So I'm not going to say who this person is just because I don't want them to get inundated by people thinking that they can follow these same steps and contact them and do all this. But years ago, before I moved abroad, I had started my freelancing business and I knew I wanted to move abroad. And I've been following this travel blogger for years. He was on Instagram and his work just really inspired me because he'd been living my dream for a long time. Went away to South America, lived there for many, many years. And after all these years on the road, has shifted from blogging into YouTubing and just, he lived the life I want to live. And I really encourage you guys to do that is find more people that live the life that you want to live. Follow them, listen to them, go find out what they're doing, you know, like live in that world through them to help yourselves get motivated, to keep pushing forward towards it. Just really immerse yourself in that. And so this is before I'd started traveling, but I, you know, followed his Instagram and I would engage a lot. I would comment. I would say, thank you. I would be like, this is inspiring. At this point, he probably had about 75,000 to 100,000 followers, right? Wanted him to notice me creeping, basically, just to be aware, to be aware that I existed in the universe. And so I would try to make sure if I asked something that it was useful or relevant or very specific. Or if I put comments, I would try to make comments that were useful, specific, not just like, oh my God, I love your stuff, (laughs) which like doesn't really do anything. And the reason I did this was just like, I just had a feeling like this is the kind of person I want in my life. So why not engage with people like this? And there are a few other accounts. I was very specific with the accounts that I would follow. I wouldn't follow every travel person trying to, you know, living the lifestyle that I thought I wanted. I would follow very few, just a few people. And sometimes he'd make recommendations like, you know, I follow this other person and they're really living a life that inspires me. And I'd go check that person out. Sometimes it was a fit. Sometimes it wasn't, you know, not everybody's going to have the exact same inspirations. You know, he'd point somebody out and I'd look at that person's page and their content and go, all right, this really doesn't resonate with me. But this other person that he mentioned, oh, they do. Wow. Wow. She's living a really cool life. Like I'm going to follow her too. Wow. Okay. This feels right for me. And so I just had a feeling, I'm like, these are the kinds of people I want in my life. I'm going to meet them someday. I feel like I'm going to meet them out there in the world someday. And I would take little steps to make that happen. Staying in touch if I could. One day he did a YouTube live, right? He sat down and did one of those ask me anything and just talked about his life, his experiences traveling and all that kind of thing. And I watched that, loved it. And I took notes as I was going through. And then there's this, you know, this is not original to me. This is something I have heard from other people and I am now sharing it with you guys, right? The idea of being helpful to other people, doing things that are good for them and doing it just because to help out. So I had messaged him afterward and I had done a little, seen those, I'm sure you watch a a YouTube video that's maybe an hour hour and a half long. And there's little timestamps down below of like, at this minute, he's talking about this. At this minute, he's talking about that. This minute, he's talking about that, right? Someone's got to do that. And for a lot of times, people like him don't have a huge team. They're just working solo or with a few people. There's always work to be done. As a small business owner, there is always work to be done. So as I was watching the video and pausing it, and after the live was over, watched it again, paused it, wrote down all the, you know, at minute two, he's talking about this. At minute 10, he's talking about this. Went all through that. And then I just emailed him. 
I emailed him and said, Hey, I wrote up these show notes from your video. If you want to throw those in your description, it was really helpful. Thanks so much for sharing with us. I really found this useful. Something like that. And he reaches back like, Oh, wow. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And sure enough, pops up in the show notes and he's tagged me. It's like, thank you very much. And so that was the first real kind of interaction that I ever had that wasn't just a DM or just a, Oh, thanks very much. Appreciate that. Whatever it was, you know, on his radar on his radar, right? And so life goes on. This happens over years, right? Between the initial, wherever I found him, probably from his travel article, into me moving out to Las Vegas. And when I was living in Vegas, he was living in California, only a few hours away. And we chatted about a few things here and there, business-wise. And, you know, I was being helpful. And I can't remember exactly how it happened, but we ended up that we were both going to be in Santa Monica at the same time and ended up having lunch. And it was crazy because it was like, holy freaking shit. (laughs) This Instagram person, now YouTuber, this person who has been living my life, the life that I want, we're now sitting down and having a sandwich. It was crazy. And he was amazing in person. Like that's one of the reasons that I followed him because it just seemed very true and authentic and genuine. And so he was in person as well. And we just chatted and talked about life and talked about travel. We were in opposite ends of the spectrum. He was settling down from his travel life. I was about to start mine and just trading thoughts about life and stories and business. And then, you know, he was the person that actually ended up helping me pick the first country that I would go to because he gave me a list of his top five places that he'd lived. I was definitely focused on South America already because I knew that I wanted to learn Spanish. Other than that, Hadn't picked it out yet. And so he gave me a list and I was like, boom, sold, easy, top one, go, cool. And that's how I ended up in Medellin, Colombia. So over the course of the last few years, we've barely met up again, but we've had some Zoom conversations. He created some content and asked me to do an interview for it. I was able to meet up with him and another friend in Egypt really quickly passing through. It's incredible to me that none of this would have happened if I hadn't set my sights years ago on, I want to connect with other people who are doing what I want to be doing. And it didn't stop there. (laughs) One of the people that he had recommended years ago, I started following her. She's this incredible travel blogger and photographer has been living in New Zealand for years. And I actually ended up in Antarctica with her. So again, just someone who I looked up to, someone who inspired me. And then all these years later, wow, I can't believe I'm sitting down with this person. I'm chatting with this person. We're talking about life. We're talking about things on the same level because I raised myself up to that level by having these people as inspiration. I looked at their life and went after it, my version of it, but this similar to travel in those same circles. And I can't wait for what the future holds as well in terms of continuing to look around at other people, people that inspire me, people that are living their lives in ways that resonate with me and going after becoming a part of their sphere, whether that's through going to the same conferences and events, whether it's going to mastermind groups. So why is this important? Well, I want to encourage you to think about the kind of people who are living the life that you want. Make sure that you're following them honing in on their message because there's so much noise out there. It's incredible the difference that's happened on these social media platforms just since, you know, maybe five, six years ago when I'm talking about that I first started connecting with people and following the people that inspired me. But we live in a time where the opportunity is just wild in terms of being able to connect with so many people in the world that you never would have been able to otherwise. Social media gets a lot of crap. I don't love it myself. 
Dating apps get a lot of crap. I don't love them myself, but there are so many good people out there on them. And they allow for this connection that we could never have gotten years ago. For me personally, I love to take it offline, right? Like I'd love to meet someone online, but as soon as we're in the same city, it's like, oh my gosh, of course, like let's get together. Let's have drinks. Let's go out. Let's get face to face. Let's actually talk and connect offline. But the initial starter is very often online. It's fascinating to me that people are now within reach in a way that they never were before. Any one of you listening to this can connect with me on my Instagram at liveworktravelig and just send me a DM. And I respond to great DMs, right? I respond to well thought out or useful, you know, not just hello. It's the same as a dating app, right? Like with someone, you match with someone and they're just like, hey, it's not cool. It's boring and nobody wants to engage with that. But you can connect in ways that are never possible. And for me, it's always fascinating when people don't. Over the years, I have told hundreds of people that they could get in touch with me, that they could chat with me, that they could send me a message, that they could email me. Lots of people I've met in real life that they can WhatsApp me. And so many people don't. Out of everyone who I've ever told to get in touch, I would say... 5% do, maybe. It's not a lot, you guys. And that always floors me. It always floors me. Because years ago, I was wandering around trying to figure out how to live the life that I have now. And I'd never met anyone like me in real life. So to meet someone and have them say, hey, just, yeah, like that's great. I'd love to chat with you. I'd love to keep in touch. I'd be happy to help you in any way I can. And then people don't take me up on it. It's absolutely mind boggling. And I think what I would encourage you guys to do is take a look around in your life at how many times someone has said that to you. You can get in touch, happy to help. Yeah, just get a hold of me. And do you follow through? Do you follow through? And it doesn't even have to be 100% of the time. I mean, I meet so many people or people that have said that to me, like, yeah, get in touch if you wanted to, you know, and I know that I've dropped the ball sometimes, but I can also admit that I've dropped the ball now in a lot of ways because I have a lot of other stuff going on, <laughs> right? It doesn't even have to be a hundred percent rate, right? We all drop the ball sometimes. I had a friend who introduced me to another friend for a podcast and I am sitting here right now recording this episode knowing that I needed to get back to him like a week ago and I haven't done it yet and I will. I'm going to do it actually right after I get off recording this podcast episode. But at least make sure that you are trying, that you're putting the effort towards it. What could happen if the next time someone said to you, get in touch, I'd love to help you out with that. Just get a hold of me. What if you did it? You will never know until you try. And what if you focused on, I'm going to get a hold of them, but I'm not just going to get a hold of them in the generic way that everyone else does, but I'm going to put some effort into getting a hold of them and asking an intelligent question, opening up and letting them know something I'm struggling with and asking if they have any advice or feedback, opening up and letting them know how much they've helped me already. You know, what are the different ways that you could stand and set yourself apart from the people who just get in touch and are like, hey, can you help me with freelancing? Right? It's easier than ever to connect with people who want to help you achieve your goals, but there's some action required on your part. Actually showing up and making it happen on your end. Asking yourself, how hungry are you? How bad do you want it? How bad are you willing to work to go after it? And this isn't just a thing with people that I've never met or interacted with online. Even people that I have often don't take the time to stay in touch and to follow up. I'll give you an example. I hire hundreds of freelancers per year for my businesses, for my clients' businesses. And every time I post a position, I'm hiring for one person usually, maybe two. If I have two great candidates, maybe I'll find two and I'll make a position for the second person. Usually it's just the one. So let's say that, and this is what often happens. 
let's say I post a job and 30 people apply for the role. Now, 20 of those aren't going to be good, right? They're just going to have submitted a subpar proposal. They're just going to be winging it. They'll be copy and pasting it. They'll just... Right. But I narrowed it down to 10 people. Then let's go say they go through those. And out of those, only five get through to, okay, here's a test project. Here's a project. Go, go off and do that. This happened when I was looking for an editor for my weekly newsletter that comes out. So every Thursday, I send out a newsletter. It's got freelance business ideas in it. Talk about freelance mindset, how to get clients, things like that. And I needed an editor for this newsletter. So I narrowed it down to about five people and I sent them each a paid test project. Now I can only hire one. I only need one editor, right? So they went through this and over time, I, you know, I narrowed it down to three then, sent them a follow-up test project and then ended up with my editor that I have today. Most of the times that I hire, that's how it goes. There's a narrowing down process until I get to that final person. But you know what I say to the other people? I say, hey, didn't work out. Sorry, you know, I made my decision. You did good work. Keep in touch. Do you know how many people keep in touch? Almost none. Almost none. And to me, that is mind-blowing. You can either take a client that you already have some familiarity with, and you can look at it as like, oh, I didn't get the job, so I'm just going to let this contact die completely. Or you could go, wow, okay, I didn't get the job, but this person actually knows who I am now. I have an in with this person. I have a connection with this person. I'm going to make a note on my calendar to reach out ever so often. I'm going to make a note to get better and to come back with, hey, remember me. I didn't work out for this job, but I've been working on this, this, and this. I was actually just on your website and I saw that this, this, and this is you know broken or not happening or whatever. What would you think about me doing this for you, right? Why not? You've already got the in with that person. You've already got the connection. They know who you are. And there's ways for you to continually pitch them again in the future. If it was me, I would probably just badger that person until they gave me a job because they were so sick of hearing from me. But it's just like, you know, there's ways to go about it. Why not stay top of mind? Why not keep trying to connect with that person? Keep working on ways that you can be helpful that you can do something that keeps you in the top of their mind versus I would say easily 500 freelancers have had some kind of contact with me and then gone silent. And I've never heard from them again, which blows my mind, which blows my mind. A lot of times the hardest part is that initial connection. So once you've got it, don't squander it. And if someone says to you, let's keep in touch, let's stay in touch, by all means, take them up on it. You'll find out quickly if they don't mean it. If they don't mean it, well, it'll get tricky and it'll get hard to hear back from them and all that stuff. But a lot of times they do mean it. A lot of times they do mean it and they are willing and available to help and to provide feedback, answer a quick question. You know, people genuinely love helping other people for the most part. And it feels really good to get asked for advice, especially about a specific situation, not something generic like, oh, how did you get to be so successful? Like, you know, like ask for something specific. And most people who have made it doing the thing that you want to do will be happy to share with you how they did it. But there is that involvement needed on your part. There is that need to reach out and to put in the effort to stay in touch, to really decide that you are going to connect. You are going to reach out. You're going to go after what you want and take all of the help that is offered along the way. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can get a hold of me at hello at liveworktravel.com. You can also DM me on Instagram at liveworktravelig. I really do mean this when I say I hope to hear from many of you after this episode. I will be back next week, next Monday with another episode. Until then, have an amazing week.